0: Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic or higher selves. I'm your host, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. In today's episode, I really wanted to talk about authentic connection and perhaps some of the barriers that you're putting in place to having genuine and authentic connection with others this really stems out of the work that I do. I truly believe that the reason that I am successful at what I do and one of the reasons why I'm also able to target with energetic or spiritual work some of the most um, the scientific minds um, or logical thinkers is because I make people feel safe, or I ensure I trigger that safety within them. And so that is why men in general are really comfortable conversing with me as opposed to a therapist or psychologist or counselor. Um, It is often why I have these scientific minds. So I am getting an increased amount of clientele that are physiotherapists, nurses, physicians, chiropractors, acupuncturists, which is a little esoteric, um, but also psychologists, pharmacists. So people who spent a lot of time in science and Western medicine are recognizing that there's more of a body-mind integration, but I'm the person to help walk them through that or that they feel comfortable walking them through. And I truly believe it's my ability to connect quickly and authentically with the people that i am around whether it's in my personal life or in my professional life and this kind of stems from it's something that i inherently have but it's something that i've also worked on so my mom years ago um was seeing a psychologist from some of her trauma. I think she was in her fifties and she had such breakthroughs with this one psychologist. Um, and then that one had to leave her practice and someone took her place. And a couple of years ago, my mom said to me, you know, the, f- the replacement was fine but it was nothing like the other person um the first person that she had seen saw everything and she said that's what you do you see perceive know everything nothing slips by you and you're able to connect almost immediately people are drawn to you they want to be around you whether it's kids teens animals other people, as she said, have been witnessing it from the time you were a baby, when you were a teenager, just the way you command the room. But it's gotten even more strong as you have t- kind of tuned into your abilities. So this is what it's all about. It's connecting and relating to other people. Um. We're all human, we're hardwired for connection. I think, you know, at the time of this recording, it is May 2021, we have went through a full year of this global pandemic where we've recognized our human need for connection with others. Even if we tend to be an introverted person, which I actually am, Um, people who see me online or whatever may say, are you sure about that? And I can be on, definitely I can be on, I can command attention, I can work a room, but I prefer that time alone, that time in solitude. Um, But even so, through this whole year, I really have this strong desire for connection with other human beings. And thankfully, with my work, I still get to do that. But I think that's one thing that we've recognized throughout this whole year is that, yes, maybe people irritate us here's a little hint, hint. They're not really irritating you. It's your unhealed triggers that are being triggered, (laughs) but we all want that connection and we miss that connection. We're hardwired for it. We are social creatures and there are barriers that are inhibiting people from connecting more authentically. Now, one of the ways in which we have barriers to authentic connection The very first way is because we're disconnected from our authentic selves. So we're only ever able to connect with people as deeply as we have connected with ourselves. If we haven't done any of that wounded inner child work, if we haven't done any of that shadow work, it really bites us in the ass because we get scared of being exposed, scared of those traumas or those hidden secrets, the skeletons in our closets coming out and being judged for them. But if we've really done the work to embrace all of our trauma, all of our, um, you know, shadow aspects that we really like to repress or that we feel ashamed of, and we recognize them as just part of our whole selves, then we can be comfortable. We're not worried about being exposed. Um, I really delve into more on this in a couple of podcast episodes in past. If you haven't listened to one is um, understanding your authentic code, I would suggest re-listening to that. Um, And if you really feel called to come work with me, I work with people all around the world. We can work virtually. Or if you happen to be local to where I live, come work with me. I am happy to guide you along the way. The other ways that you can work with this is I have a course in my online soul school that is called manifest that shit, um, which really delves through working through, um, your authentic code as part of it. Now, um, our authentic code is the way in which we are meant to be showing up daily. And all of us have this unique coding. It's like our blueprint of how we need to be. And when we're out of alignment with that, it's hard to connect with people when we're out of alignment. So I I would really suggest, um, you know, listening to that podcast, if you haven't doing some of the work around there, the other part, um, sorry, the other podcast that I have that delves more with the shadow self is um, our human, our desire to be fully expressed. So if you listen to that one, that's embracing the shadow self. And again, if you do any work with me, whether virtual or in person, we there is no hiding your shadow from me. I had a psychologist, um, a registered psychologist who has seen me for the second time this week. And she said to me, Suzanne, I am now using you as my therapist because I can't fucking hide anything from you. You see it all. And I do. It's one of my skills. It's one of my knacks. I kind of jokingly laugh and I say, yeah, I'm going to go for the fucking jugular right away because why are we hiding any of that shit? I'm going to pull it out. We're going to talk about it. There is no need for you to hang on to the shame Um or guilt, or any of it that you've been hanging on to. So, we're working through that. So, again, a barrier to you connecting fully with others is that you haven't truly and fully embraced, or you're disconnected from your authentic self. The other way or barrier that you may be contributing to a disconnect in authentic connection with others is because you're only listening and engaging to respond. I'm sorry. But there's way more shitty listeners in the world than there are great listeners. It takes an art and a skill to actually not interject, interrupt, project your own shit. Think of responses as to what you want to say, trying to fix other people. There is an art to being open and receptive to listening and understanding. That is an, a healthy aspect of our feminine self. And regardless of whether you identify as male or female or anywhere along the spectrum, we all have aspects of masculine traits and feminine traits or the other sides of polarity um, and energy. And part of a healed or expressed female energy is the ability to be open to receive and, and listen effectively, and then offer wisdom. It is not in a place to fix or project your own shit. Um, So you're actually listening to listen to what the other person says. The second that you start projecting your own shit and talking about your own stuff or interjecting or interrupting or thinking about your own response instead of actually listening, you force that other person to shut down. Their subconscious the subconsciously you're saying, hey, um, you know, I'm, I'm not really listening to you. So one way that you can shift this is to, to actively listen to understand. Allow the person to share what they have to say. Paraphrase what the person is saying. Don't respond to what they are saying. Paraphrase what they are saying. If they say, oh, I've been really tired. And in the next breath, when it's open for you, there's an opening for you to Speak back to them. Oh, I hear you're exhausted. Use the same concepts and ideas. Paraphrase what they're saying. Also, use some of the same words that they say. If they talk about how they feel like they're misunderstood, say the same words. Say the same words that you hear the person saying. When you do this, it sends this subconscious cueing that this person really gets me when we use the actual same language that they're using. Another barrier that you may have to authentic connection is that we rely only on our words when there's so much more to that. So conversation is so much more than the actual words that we say. Some of the pitfalls in dialogue and connection is that we only concern ourselves with what we're saying and we don't pay any heed to the words um, we share or use nonverbal cues. This This is so important. Um, When I sit and have dialogue, whether I'm looking at my computer screen, meeting virtually with somebody in another part of the country, or halfway across the world, or the person who's sitting, you know, six feet away from me in their chair, I pay attention to everything. I can see um, where they touch their arm and what that might, I'm so in tune also (laughs) as to messaging, but what that might signal flushing of the chest creaking of of the voice as they're speaking, Um, when their voice pitch raises, if they're crossing or uncrossing their legs, if they're holding their arms over their stomach, language is so much more than the actual words. And that's why so much can be misconstrued in text messages and phone conversations. We're not getting a full picture, but we are all mirrors of each other. So to gain rapport and trust with the individual that you're speaking with, it's imperative that we mirror back some of the same body language and cueing that they're using. If they talk and motion with their hands, when you respond back to them, talk and motion with their hands. If they speak quickly, match their tone and pace. Speak quickly. If they speak more slowly, speak more slowly, slowly and with intent. If their voice fluctuates, Add fluctuation and intonation into your voice. If their voice is monotone, then match them. Match them. It's not hard. When you're matching them, you're matching their fucking frequency and it sends another signal going, hey, I trust you, you are just like me. That's all we want. We want people to be like us. We want to be liked and we want people to be like us. Tune in and figure out whether they are visual, whether they are auditory or whether they're kinesthetic. The way that you're gonna pick up on this is if they were, use words such as vision, clarity, I see what you're saying, they use vision a lot. They're visionary, they're visual. If they use words like listen, tune in, I hear what you're saying, then they're more auditory in the way they're receiving their information. And if they use words like I feel you, I can grasp that, I feel things, then they're more kinesthetic. And matching the words, those types of words, again, sends the signal that, hey, we're the same Zs. I like you, you like me, and we can be friends. I can trust you. Not that hard, my dears. Last barrier to authentic connection is our body language and awareness leave much to be desired. Again, I kind of touched on this before, but the nonverbal behaviors, If it's important to show that you are in tune and open to listening with others, are your arms crossed over your chest? You're not very open and inviting. Even crossing your legs shows that you're closed off, leaning back as opposed to leaning forward, grabbing your damn phone. Okay. (laughs) Turn your notifications off, turn your ringer off, flip your phone over so it's not a distraction. Look at the person that you're talking to. Look them in the eye. So often we kind of wander around this world, especially now with these devices that we have access to all the time, not actually looking people in the eye. And there's much to be said. They say the eyes are the windows to the soul. They draw us in and we don't need to be, but somehow we're scared that we might be exposed when someone really, truly looks at us. But there's such a beauty in connecting and looking people in the eye and seeing that part of their soul. Um, I had this kind of download from one of my grandmothers, um, on her deathbed. This is my mom's mom. She had 67 grandchildren. I'll get into my family dynamics at some point, but I was, uh, 10 or 11 years old when she passed away, I guess, turning 11 and, or maybe I was 11 already. And, um, she said a phrase to my mom. We went to visit her in the hospital quite a few times as she was dying. And, um, She said something to my mom in French, but basically, the translation or the rough translation was her eyes are like the sky and they see everything. And they made her cry because I had big, welling tears in my eyes, but so much of my emotion is pulled through my eyes. Now, this grandmother, a couple of years ago, year and a half ago, I guess, came through. And she said that I am to use my physical self to draw people in. And first will be my eyes and the rest will be my physical self. And that I don't need to be embarrassed or ashamed because I've been given this body to draw people uh, towards me with my energy. But the biggest part was my eyes and I can't help but remember from 30 years ago when she passed away how she had commented on my eyes on her deathbed and that now she says you know make sure that your eyes are prominent are present they will draw people in it will help them remember it will help them connect with you they will recognize your soul and that their soul is equally met so Little parts of barriers is how deeply you've met or, and connected with your authentic self. So, so reconnect to that authentic self. Stop listening and engaging to respond, but actually just to listen. Don't just rely on the words, but how the words are coming up and our body language. Wishing you... The most amazing day, weekend, evening, whatever it happens to be at whatever point you discover this podcast, um, I'm here in any way, shape or form to support you and we'll chat soon. Bye for now.